into the end zone. Brought to you by 7th Street Casino and GEHA Insurance. Here are your hosts, Pete Sweeney and Jay Binkley. Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. It's time for AP Sounds of the Game, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, Kansas City's home for car audio since 1967. Mahomes flushed out again all the way back. Turning the corner, fires downfield, caught, touchdown. Only Mahomes. Byron Pringle turns what might have been a 15-yard sack into a 27-yard touchdown. Stop it. Stop it. You can't do this. You can't escape. You can't make these plays. You can't make these throws. Patrick Mahomes, just stop it. We haven't seen this. Second and nine. The set steps up in the foul. Fires picked off at the five-yard line. Intercepted by Ty Matthew. And Matthew all the way back to the 35-yard line. The former Cardinal spent last year with Houston comes over here as a free agent with a big pick. So those are your AP sounds of the game. Really the two best plays for the Chiefs all night. Again, the AP sounds of the game brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, Kansas City's home for car audio since 1967. We had a Mahomes moment tonight. Kind of went to a waste, Jay. Oh, it did. You finally got that uh, where he scrambles out of the pocket, does Mahomes-type things. That'll... They had his top five before the game. That will be certainly in there. Make it uh, now. Make it now six. Make from the protein six. house, he with the purpose text line eight one six. Kansas City fans are suckers. Let me remind people. Wow, losses do happen in the NFL. Now, do we have to like it? No. Should they make some changes? Absolutely. Let me remind you of what the team that won the Super Bowl last year was one and two after three games, losing twenty six to ten to the Lions. They were beaten by the Dolphins. They were pounded by the Titans. Losses. Do happen. Fortunately for the Chiefs, they've been close losses with Mahomes. They haven't been comp- one, one t- score tonight. Was phys- it's been one score games is what it's been. He's been keeping you in games. And my whole point to Ron was, at some point you have to step up. The defense needs to step up. You can't always put it all on Mahomes. And tonight was a situation I felt the coaching staff should have felt more comfortable running the football with Scott Lewis or Sean McCoy, Darrell Williams. When you have a quarterback that's clearly not a hundred percent and he's hobbled up. That's when you take the pressure off a little bit and pound the ground game. The Chiefs could have run the ball against the Colts ball against the Colts this year. And when with that, without Malik Hooker, without Gathers, without without a defensive lineman, without a linebacker, you've got to be able to run the football. They had guys making their first NFL appearance. You've got to be able to run on this team. Uh, Paris Campbell didn't play on offense. He's a 4-3-1 guy from the Combine. Uh, Clayton Gathers, third leading tackler for the didn't play tonight. Malik Hooker, Darius Leonard, the linebacker, didn't play. Tyquan Lewis, a defensive end, defensive tackle for the Colts, did not play in this game. Yeah, I, there was there was a lot, a have, lot of injuries on the Colts as well. Chiefs have should no, have been able to run the ball. You have no excuse. Uh, I, I know that a lot of injuries happened. The Chiefs were missing guys too, but so were the Colts. That's football. Uh, you still have to find a way to win. We will play. Uh, the Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid, in about 10 minutes. Let's go back out to the phone line. If you want to reach us, you can, 913-576-7610. Big T, you've been waiting for a little bit. What's going on? Yeah, you guys. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. You know, hey, everything you're saying is right. You know, hey, I'd rather take a loss now instead of later. But, boy, we sure got a lot of things to work on. Yeah. And, you know, hey, Cam Irving, man, you got a clown suit put on you tonight. Justin Houston put a clown suit on you. You're on your ass more than you're up all night long. That you, that guy's pathetic. I don't know what Ron's talking about. I've never seen uh, Fisher get a clown suit put on him like that ever, ever. We need him healthy. The, well, James think, Harrison's done it to him a few times. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, but look out, you know, Fisher is way better than, than Irving. Nobody can argue that. But our offensive line is starting to, to, to show cracks. And, and you know, you're, you guys are right about all that. We we, we should have ran the ball. They, they give up five yards. We did not run the ball. We put it on Pat Shoulders way too much. You know, Pringle, yes, good game. And, and you know, the best two defensive players on the field were the Badger. And, boy, when that Badger wants something, the Honey Badger, he don't give a damn. He's going to play. <laughs> and if we had more little Badgers on this team, this damn defense would have some nuts and, and, and Badger up and play with his boy. The Badger is all over the field making plays, interception. You know, the defense only gave up 19 points, you guys. So it's not really that bad. Because, you know, it's not falling. 
But boy, they sure did a lot of improvement. And, and Justin Houston was the other better, the best other defensive guy on that on on the field too. And oh, guess what? He used to play for us. And you're right, that guy's a talent. He we we would have no problems. That guy would cure us. He was way better than than what we got going right now. But we'll we'll keep with our team. We just got to stick behind him. I hope Pat can stay healthy. We just, you guys, I don't know what's going to go on with this defense, but Chris Jones, if he's out, we're in trouble. We need to get him back healthy. And offensive line, I put this loss on them tonight. And let's go Chiefs next week. We could bounce back. Choo-choo, choo-choo, choo, go Chiefs. There we go. Uh, A couple of uh, choo-choos there. Uh, The hype train continues to roll along. Uh, As he mentioned, Chris Jones left the game pretty quickly with a groin injury. Also, Sammy Watkins, Xavier Williams, Anthony Hitchens, Mahomes with the ankle, Andrew Wiley, all guys uh, that are dealing with injuries. Made a good point. Uh, If the Chiefs, you know, you could sign up for 19 points. You probably do going into this game, and you think that the Chiefs' offense can score more than that. Uh, They were not able to tonight, only scoring 13 and 19 to 13. But you fell right in their hands, though. This is what they wanted to play. This is the game they wanted to play. This is the game plan for the Colts. This is what they wanted to do, and they yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying, as much as we're going to kill the defense this week, yeah, you sign, you would sign up for 19 well, points, exactly. But you know, if it's more wide open, they would have to throw the ball to Brissett. Sure. And I, again, pass defense, give me Mahomes versus Brissett in a uh, shootout type of game. By the way, Tyron Matthew just tweeted out a few minutes ago: "Ain't nothing gifted; everything is earned." Stop playing, Honey Badger's pissed. <laughs> we should be. He takes what he wants. The only one who could play. Q, Q from OP. What's up, Q? Hey guys, how you guys doing tonight? Well, we're okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of feel you on that. But hey, hey man, here's here's the deal, man. Like Echo Red uniforms and <laughs> this and that. That's all a bunch of BS. Yeah. Y- you really want to know what it comes down to? The play of the offensive line and the play of the defensive line tonight. Do you know why the Colts scored 19 points? It's because they wanted to score 19 points. Because they kept Mahomes off the field. You know how they scored 19 points? is the D-line was getting to Patrick. Their D-line was getting to Patrick, and our D-line was not stopping the run. It was third and 12, and they gave up two plays and a first down. And that's how I knew the game was over. Patrick said it himself. We got to beat one-on-one. And, I'm, and he's, I know he's just talking about the receivers there, but everybody on this team needs to play one-on-one. Like, they need to beat their guys one-on-one, man. Like, somebody needs to step up and make a play when it's needed. The Honey Badger steps up and makes a play. Frank Clark needs to step up and make a play. It's like, it's time for somebody on that defensive line to stand up and make a play. Or or the offensive line. I know know Eric Fisher is down, but it's time for somebody to step up and make a play, man. Like, if it's fourth and two and you run that ball right up the gut, and you get no blocking at all? Come on, man! Like that's—it's—it's it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that the, both of the lines are getting blown off the coverage. Like we can go back to 1952 with this. <laughs> like that's basically like old school football. That's where it comes down to. Love the call. Love the passion. Hundred uh, percent right. I, I think if you're getting those one on one matchups like Frank Clark is, uh, you got to win some of these. I mean, you could talk and talk and talk and talk at a certain point. Unless you're doing it on the field, you got to stop talking, right? Okay, of course you do. If you're the hunting badger, you can talk because he's backing it up. <laughs> he's going to have to be the leader. He is the leader on the. Yeah, no doubt about what that. Did, what, did, what did Honey Badger tell you and I? You and I interviewed him right after his press conference at Arrowhead. He comes in, does this. You and I were in the hallway. What did he say? He said Pat Mahomes called him, didn't he? You asked the question, Pete. Yeah. You said he said yes. I need you to. I need you to come in here. I can take care of the offense. You, you take, take care of the defense. defense. That was from Pat Mahomes to the Honey Badger. Now, Frank Clark did come later, so in fairness, he hadn't had a chance to tell Clark that, but he told the Honey Badger those words because that's what he said to us. 913-576-7610. We're just a few moments away from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Let's go out to Neil in Lojack. What's up, Neil? Hey, guys. Um, well, I really hope we can bounce back next week. I mean, I, I know we can, but uh, gee whiz. I mean, this is two weeks in a row. The offense is struggling. Yep. And, you know, I mean, hey, how many running backs do we have? Do we have three or do we have none? You know, I mean, I think, I really do think that this team, especially tonight, lacks an identity in offense. And, yes, I believe the offense should primarily run through Patrick, but I agree with you, Bank. And they didn't try enough. I mean, <clears throat> 
19 points. Yeah, I was thinking about halfway through the game, most of the way through the game, I was saying this defense is actually, I mean, they're, they're, they're bleeding the run, but they're not giving up a lot of points. Well, you know, 19... I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how they didn't give up more than 19. Well, really. they hit the ball 37 I mean, minutes. That was a killer. You know, the eight minutes, 34 seconds for a field goal. Yeah, the defense didn't allow points, but they allowed their ass to be kicked all night. Exactly. This defense, and you know, they don't deserve any break at all tonight. I don't care if they had injuries. Tyron was the only one that played well. Frank Clark made one play in the backfield tonight. I'll give him credit. Finally saw him make a play in the backfield one time tonight. But they still give up 180 yards rushing. That's unacceptable. It's totally unacceptable. And, and we need more balance on offense. No doubt about it. And, I mean, this is just, I think, you know, Tyron was saying defense is an attitude. Offense is an attitude, too. And I just feel attitude from top to bottom. And I think, you know, I mean, yeah, I think Andy gets probably most of the blame for just not having a team ready. Everybody's talking all week. I think they're really maybe feeling themselves a little bit too much this week, you know. And they just got to get back to basics and get a big win next week. Well, and a big problem, too, is the first quarter. The first quarter is becoming an issue. Um, Team's not ready. They're not ready. I mean, just going back to the Raiders, 10 to nothing. Uh, the Jags, 6 to nothing. The Lions, 10 to nothing. Uh, tonight, 7 to 3, Indy in the first quarter. Not getting off to that good start. Right. And I think part of it is, too, you know, you have these injuries to Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins. You have these younger players in, they're just not as dynamic. And so your offense is not going to be as explosive. And so when you're taking a little bit of a hit there, you need everyone to elevate their game. And it just seems like they're really feeling these injuries. Well, if you're missing Jones, Clark's got to step up. Ogba, six tackles tonight. They ran to his side a little bit more. Ben Neiman, believe it or not, showed up with 10 tackles. Iowa. Yeah, a little Ben Neiman action. Damian Wilson led the way with 12 tackles uh, tonight. Derek Nottie, six tackles tonight. Derek Nottie. Has been putting these games together, six tackles, eight tackles from that defensive line position. Yeah. It's it just, but that's translate. He's really good run stuff for his pass rushes, and there he'll admit that. But they have the pieces, but man, they're just getting they're just getting ran over the gym. I mean, just look, just the point of contact, the offensive defensive line, and keep in mind the offensive line has kept Pat Mahomes pretty clean tonight. They gave up four sacks, but they'd only given up three three sacks total through four games. Only the 49ers were better giving up two, but they've had a bye week. I mean, outside of tonight, they've done a nice job of keeping Pat. That's why they had to have that running game. The running game to kind of, um, you know, LaShawn McCoy. You know, give him the ball. Daryl Williams, give him the ball. Again, the Colts' defense is soft against the run. And tonight, the Chiefs, say what you want. They, they give up 19 they, points. They didn't Do run not the tell me the defense played well tonight. The offense was, was bad, but they weren't on the field very much. The defense played Soft. It just was weird because I feel like the reason you scooped up McCoy so fast is because you needed a guy in this type of game, and you didn't really play him after the fumble. And and, and I understand. Okay, he, he fumbles the football. He doesn't. He carries it a little unorthodox. But at the same time, you brought him here for this reason, for this type of game. And you didn't use him. And it just doesn't make sense. Andy Reid, of course, had his post game press conference after the game. Came out okay. So, listen, with that, we. Uh... We got beaten about every phase that you could get beat in this evening. So um, that's my responsibility to take care of business. Uh, with that, 11 penalties uh, against a good football team are going to hurt you. Turnovers are going to hurt you. Um, you know, you got to get the I got to get the bigs playing better on both both sides uh, on the offense, the defensive line. It starts there. Uh, when you win, it starts there. When you when you lose, it it starts there too. So. Um, it's early in the season. We got to go back and learn from this, and uh, and get ourselves a little bit healthy with some of these these injuries and get get rolling. And then the guys that have an opportunity to step up and play, they step up and play and and uh, go win games for us. So with that, time's yours. Coach, as you said, obviously early in the season, last four games you all have had a, a hard time uh, starting. You know, scoring in the first quarter. What do you attribute that to? Yeah, so we kind of shot ourselves in the foot. Um, drove right down the field, penalty, set you back. That turnover on a big, big gain. You know, so penalties is really what what hurt us today. So I mean, it, you get things going, and then all of a sudden you're, you're going backwards. And this league is tough against a good football team. They were hungry for a win, and they came in and and uh, got after us. So. The, the protection up front had been better the, the first quarter. 
what was different tonight? Yeah, so um, listen, I'll take responsibility for that, just helping them out uh, different different looks. But uh, again, you've got to, you know, we've got to do a better job. I mean, it's there's not a lot of secrets when you're doing it, but um, we got beat in some, some cases, you know, some instances, and we just have to, have to do a better job with it. Yeah. Andy, with, with Sammy, um, did he just go a play or two and then recognize right away that he, he couldn't go? I think so. I haven't had a chance to talk to him. So um, they took him out right away and took him back to the locker room. So I will uh, have a chance to talk to him. You're listening to Chiefs head coach Andy Reid after the game. Chiefs 19-13 to loss to the Indianapolis Colts. Andy, you guys got away from the running game kind of early. Did you just feel like uh, that wasn't going to work for you tonight? Well, they, they, had, you know, they were banged up a little bit in the secondary, so I thought we could take advantage of that. Um, so you know, we weren't able to do that on a consistent basis with the, with, with the penalties and turnovers and things. So, but, um, that was uh, where we could, you know, make uh, make the best progress, score. Coach, uh, if you would, that fourth down play uh, that um, uh, Justin Houston came. Yeah, right at the end there. Yeah, so um, we thought we needed to, you know, go for it right there first of all, and and then uh, the backside. Justin made a nice play. He came off the backside, and made the play. We can do a better job blocking that, and. Uh, working back out to him, so, but uh, you give him credit, he made a nice play. Coach Patrick seemed like he was sniffing a little bit, did that kind of stop his mobility from being able to run outside the box? He got his ankle, it, he was, he had, he was falling on a couple of times and, you know, tweaked it just a little bit, I, I think he's going to be okay, I mean, he was pretty good at the end there, but, um, you know, we'll see, see how that, how that goes. Anything else? All right, thank you. All right. That's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid after the 19-13 to loss, the Chiefs' first loss of the season. They dropped to 4-1 and on Sunday Night Football. Here's one thing that bothers me about Sammy Watkins. He was dealing with the hamstring, you know, and shoulder issue. He had two injuries, you know, this week in camp or in practice. This would have been a game. I mean, eventually, we'll see some Darwin Thompson. Change it up a little bit. We'll see what he Darwin can do. Darwin was in inactive in this. He was, and that's the thing. So Darwin's inactive. Sammy Watkins wasn't 100%. And if Sammy Watkins, you know, that, that's on the coaches. You know, is he ready to go or not? Like, he was questionable well, more coming the, in this more, game. More the training staff. But who would have, but exactly, training staff. Who would have helped this team more tonight? Darwin Thompson. Oh, I see what you're saying. Or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. he took Darwin Thompson's spot. I mean, there's other Greg Sinat and all these other guys. But Darwin Thompson was the, probably, if Sammy wasn't going to be good to go and he was off the field quick in this game, Darwin Thompson might have been the answer. Well, if you're not going to rush with LaShawn McCoy, then you should maybe turn to Darwin Thompson at that point. I mean, just change it up a little bit. See if something else works. The Chiefs, unfortunately, losing this game, again, 19-13. to 13. Let's keep it going with some of these phone calls. 913-576-7610. Also hit us on the Protein House. with the Perfect Sex Line, 69306. Tony, uh, how you doing? Hello, guys. Hi. 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 Uh, we, uh, I just had a thought. Uh uh, remember Marcus Peters' uh, thing with uh, that was the, in, uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, he sort of got in a shouting match or a, a shoving match with a coach and got suspended. Yes, for a game. Remember that? I do. Was a couple of years. Well, what are the chances? I would say probably minimal. To be to be fair, he could get fined or something like this by the team. Who knows? But this team's got a goal to win the Super Bowl. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. He did hug it out with uh, with the enemy there at the end. And Travis is a very emotional guy. The thing that, too, with Marcus Peters, and, and it was a report by, I remember, it was a report by Mike Garofolo, Um And we never saw it. Right. From what I, I kind of heard through the years, this was a this was an all-out um, screaming match, you know, with Peters and another coach. It seemed like this was a moment where um, Kelsey for sure shouldn't have done it. I mean, if you, if you want to have this no-nonsense, no-tolerance policy, uh, to Tony's point, uh, you, you'd almost say that Tra- Travis Kelsey should be suspended. I mean, he put his hands on the coach and he pushed him. No, he did. And I mean, he, if you want to be fair about it. The Chiefs, let's be honest with you, they showed a little bit about the, being undisciplined tonight. Yeah. The 11 penalties. Can't push again, a coach. Again, last year, number one in penalties, number one in penalty yards, being undisciplined. Andy Reid, you heard what he said there. 
He said the game plan was to throw the football because of all their injuries they had, right? So that he's looking at weaknesses. All right, you're, you're playing the Colts with their weaknesses. Well, both safeties are out. Okay, let's do that. Well, the other thing is you can also run on this team too. <laughs> Teams are running at will. Five and a half yards of carry against this team running. They thought they would have success. Make the adjustment. Because what's happening is they're not getting off to that fast start. And he scripts those plays. They should. You'd like to see the Chiefs get a bit better earlier start. But they were undisciplined tonight. Travis Kelsey, you know, you can't do that on the side. That's, that's what that's the stuff that bad teams do. That's the team, that's the stuff that one in three teams do or one in four teams do. Super Bowl caliber teams don't do stuff like that. And I, I don't think he meant he did go hug the enemy. Of course he's he did. an emotional guy. I get that. I'll give him a break because he's he's emotional. And I've been like that. Even when Des Bryant threw a fit with the Cowboys, it's because he wanted to win. He cared about winning. I, I think there's a difference between being a pain in the ass and being a pain in the ass that wants to win. And maybe Marcus was that way too. Maybe he just wanted to win. I don't know. I don't know what the situation was. I'm not. I mean, I can't sit here on the radio and, and call for a Travis Kelsey in-house suspension. But would I? Be they can't afford to suspend him. What, I mean, would I be completely shocked? No. Would I? Would I be upset with the Chiefs for it? And if they decide to go in that direction, no. I mean, he pushed a coach. You can't do that. But they, but they can, without Fisher, Hill comes back. Well, I mean, you can't. You can't keep taking weapons away. What are you going to do? Go in with Blake Bell and Dion Yelder? At a certain point, though, and Pringle Bing, and Hardman? you got to you got to set you got to. I don't what, what, what I don't care who it Pat? is. Nothing. You can't have a you can't have a player push a coach. You can't, but you know get what? physical with the coach. Hold hands, go out to dinner. If you go say to that, if you World, if you think that that's okay, you're two. losing. You, you can lose no, the room. Doesn't man, matter. Get a it doesn't matter who it is. Capital Grill, work this thing out. They need him. Capital Grill. Well, just go have a nice dinner, nice steak, lobster, maybe some surf and turf. Let them work out the differences. At a certain point, though. Um, the run defense is hot, caramelized ass juice right now. <laughs> Thanks, Reggie. Let's go back out to the phone line, Cruz. What's going on, Cruz? Hey, hey there. Yes, I'm here. Uh, hey, uh, just wanted to make a quick point. So I feel like I'm—I don't know—I feel like I'm looking at a big picture, and I haven't heard uh, anyone kind of mention it. But it's like, look down the road, who's it going to be? It's going to be us and New England, right? Nobody's talking about that. Nobody talks about how we look on the national stage tonight against the Colts, who are, what, three and two now? Uh, we got embarrassed tonight. You put ourselves in New England shoes. That wouldn't have happened tonight. What was New, now, England, whoa, whoa, whoa. What was New England's record last year after three games? That's what I was going to bring up just now. I was hoping you guys would bring that up because I don't know. One and two. But, one and two. Okay. They're one and two after three games. Does that mean they suck? Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I'm just looking at They lost legacy. 26 to 10 to the Lions in week three. Sure. Fair enough. No, fair enough. I'm just saying, listen, I'm not a fan. I hate New England. I wish Brady were gone. Uh, I'm a diehard Chiefs fan. I was born and raised in Kansas City. I'm 42 years old. I get it. But what I'm saying is, is that if we are going to be a championship team tonight, showed me that maybe we're not ready quite yet. And I've heard the words, we're not ready yet, earlier tonight. And unfortunately, that may be true. And that's okay. We are in the third year of Mahomes. Uh, I was hoping that this was going to be our year 2015, like the Royals were in 14 and 15. This may, not, this may not be it, and that's okay. But selfishly, I was hoping it would be. And tonight, and not only tonight, even last week, it's kind of telling me that maybe we're not ready, and that's fine. But I think we should be more honest about it. Well, and who, who a lot is, of my though, who is though? I mean, oh, seriously though. I mean, New this, England this, is. This New is England. the NFL. I'll give you that. New England is playing well on both sides of the ball. You know what? Last week they beat the uh, Bills sixteen to ten, and you know what? Probably Buffalo could have beat them, and they probably would have if Josh Allen wasn't knocked out of the game, and they had to have Matt Barkley. You know what? Last year. New England wins the Super Bowl. They lost 31 to 20 to Jacksonville, 26 to 10 to Detroit Lions, 34 to 10 to Tennessee. They lost to the Dolphins. They lost to Pittsburgh. What I'm saying is good teams do lose games in this league. It's about turning it around. Not all is lost on the Chiefs losing by one possession. We got to pause for a station. If you're listening on the radio.com app, make sure to favorite 610 Sports Radio, KCSP Kansas City, WDAF HD2 Kansas City, a radio.com sports station. Right now on the phone line, we have Carrington Harrison of The Drive. Carrington, you were at the game tonight. What is your immediate takeaway? Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. Binkley was so fired up, so I made me want to come on today's post-game show. <laughs> I, think, 
I think my biggest takeaway from the game is probably number one. I think the Chiefs leaked a little bit oil of last week against the Detroit Lions, and I think all of us just kind of thought that their offense was a strong enough deodorant to kind of mask the stench. But the Chiefs, for the second week in a row, got beat offensively, defensively, and special teams. I mean, that's what happened in this game today. I think the frustrating thing more than anything is the Chiefs only operate if their offense is going to be elite. Like, this team is only going to the Super Bowl if they're going to be one of the five best offensive teams in the league. They weren't one of the 20 best offensive teams in the league today. I understand that, that the run defense has problems. I understand the time of possession was out of whack. But a huge problem in today's game was after the great Mahomes throw, they ran 20, their next 25 plays, Pete, went for 94 yards. That's a problem. I'm not saying that the defense was great today by any means, but the Chiefs, again, only work if their offense is going to be elite and one of the best units in the NFL, and it simply wasn't good enough today. And I think the problem that you're seeing with that, too, is some of these injuries. I mean, you weren't counting on Tyree Kill to be missing the, the beginning of the year. Uh, Sammy Watkins, again, he's supposed to be the healthiest he's ever been, and it feels a lot like last year when it comes to his uh, lingering injury. And I think you're very correct in the sense that if you don't have that elite offense, I know the defense talked a lot about this in the offseason and said, hey, we want to be a reason that we win games. Far from that right now. I mean, it doesn't look like that that's going to be happening anytime soon. No, you're right. When it comes to attrition, I don't want to – I don't want to discredit the fact that this team is incredibly banged up. But the Colts were incredibly banged up, yeah. too. We mm-hmm. talked about how banged up they were during the week. They're top two defensive players. Yeah. I'm not saying that's an excuse for the Chiefs, but it is a reason on why they were so ineffective when it comes to this game. That's certainly a part of it. Now, what we learned more than anything today, is there's no reason to overreact. The Chiefs are a normal NFL team. Yes. The next man up philosophy only goes so far. Right. And Mahomes can only cover so many Band-Aids and fix so many leaks on a boat. That man, at some point, if you're just not <laughs> going to have a running game, if you're not going to have Tyree Kill, if you're not going to have Sammy Watkins, if you're not going to have Chris Jones, if you're not going to have Anthony Hitchens, man, there's just only so much that you can do in this game. Amen, CDOT. I've been saying that, you know, if you have a quarterback that's hobbled up, and Andy Reid said it in the post game. He said, well, their secondary was so banged up, we thought we could make hay against that. Well, you know what? You might have to change things and run the ball. If your quarterback's not 100%, line up and run the damn football, man. Darwin Thompson being inactive. Thanks, Sammy Watkins. I mean, their offensive line, I don't know if Andy trusted them enough to run the football today, so I hear what you're saying. But, I mean, LaShawn McCoy didn't have a carry today. Darrell Williams didn't have a carry today. I think a lot of that is the offensive line, and I can't really blame him. One point of criticism I would have for Andy Reid is, so the Chiefs didn't run the ball effectively all day. They didn't really try to run the ball effectively all day. So on the most important play of the game, the Chiefs ran the football? What sense does that make? Like, someone explain the logic to me on how the most important game or the most important play of the game, they decided to not go with Patrick Mahomes which was the offensive strategy nearly the entire game. Pete, I do want to get to this about Sammy Watkins because I feel like you and I have been the only people saying this. The Chiefs are getting exactly what they paid for with Sammy Watkins. Right. They signed an injured, underperforming wide receiver in free agency. Guess what they've got? An often hurt, underperforming wide receiver. Like, Sammy Watkins has had three good games since he's been with the Kansas City Chiefs. The AFC Championship game, week one against Jacksonville, and he played last, I think it was last year against the Steelers. He played three good games. He's missed more games than he's played incredibly well. Like, at this point with Sammy Watkins, I just don't know how you can say, oh, how did we see this coming? This always happens. I looked this up for you, Pete. You can still have Arrowhead Prize. He hasn't played, like, he hasn't played in either week three or week four of three of the last four NFL seasons. He always gets hurt at this time. It's like a clock. You can set it to it. Sammy Watkins is going to miss week three or week four with injury. Last year against the Broncos, remember he played, but he was only uh, he was only on the field for five snaps. And just this, 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 I just don't know how anyone can be shocked at what's happening with Sammy Watkins. We all knew this was going to happen. Yeah, and there's a lot of you know Watkins defenders in what they call the Chiefs' kingdom. You see it always in the mentions that we're haters and this and that. There's, there's no mistaking it anymore, and it's unfortunate. It just is reality. It's that Sammy Watkins is an injury-prone player, and it is what it is. It is what it is, and that's what you have. have. Uh, who knows how this, this goes if the Chiefs end up moving on after this year. Uh, that's the voice of Carrington Harrison, one half of the drive. What can, what can fans expect tomorrow at 2 o'clock? 
a lot of frustration, a lot of anger. I'm hot. I'm coming in hot in this game. I try to tell people about Sammy Watkins. They didn't want to listen. And I feel like people, you know what I think happens is, I think it's easy to pick on the defense. The defense is part of the problem. It's not the only problem with this team. They scored 13 points at home. They scored 13 points. We were talking how this was going to be 90s arrowhead yep. and how they were going to come in here 11-point favorites. They scored 13 points and had one touchdown today. So you can get mad at Spag, get mad at Frank Clark. Part of the frustration has to be with Andy Reid, too. Yep, it is more of that hater. More, more of that hater at two o'clock on, on the drive that tomorrow. Was, that was good stuff. And here, here's the thing, Pete. And I know when he was gone, people kind of poo pooed it. Didn't matter. Cream Hunt is missing. I mean, that that's been a big miss for this team. Well, and I, I mean, mean LeSean, LeSean, if you're not going to hand the ball to Sean McCoy, he doesn't have a chance to to. to well, they would have with Cream. I'm, I'm just saying. People kind of poo pooed it last year when he was gone. Oh, Damian Williams is filling in just fine. This kid's had no more than fifty carries in a season. He had one nice wheel route in the preseason. I'm telling you, this right. team misses that workhorse in Kareem Hunt. I felt, and I know, he, listen, they, they had to do what they had to do, but he did complete this offense, having that kind of workhorse back. They're missing. Well, he that. wouldn't, I mean, he wouldn't be playing right now anyway. He wouldn't be playing right now anyway. So um, that is uh, Carrington Harrison. That's Jay Binkley. That's Dusty Likens behind the glass. Uh, when we come back, you'll get to hear from the Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. You're listening to the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. The Arrowhead Pride Postgame Show, presented by 7th Street Casino. Back to the Arrowhead Pride Postgame Show, brought to you by 7th Street Casino. Here's Pete Sweeney and Jay Binkley. Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride Postgame Show. Not the result we were expecting on Sunday Night Football. The Chiefs losing to the Indianapolis Colts by a score of 19-13. Pete Sweeney hanging out with Dusty Likens and Jay Binkley. And as promised, uh, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, after the game, spoke to the media. Yeah, um, uh, just re-aggravated a little bit there in the, the first half and then uh, got stepped on in the second half. And, I mean, obviously it's going to be a little sore tomorrow, but uh, uh, for me, just kind of going into treatment and uh, getting it getting it better so I can be prepared for next week. Matt, you uh, were limping pretty good at one point when you first got it stepped on you guys came off the field. Uh, were you close at all to coming out of the game? Uh, no, not, no. I mean, I was going to battle through it regardless. I mean, we were in a hard, a hard fight, fighting game, hard fought game. And so for us, uh, it wasn't going our way, but I, I feel like we still had a chance. So I was going to find a way to, to, to get through the rest of the game. What, what made things so difficult tonight? Yeah, I mean, they just, they, they played good defense. I mean, they played man coverage. They, they rushed with four people and, and they, and they found ways to get pressure and, and to cover long enough. And so for us, I mean, Detroit did it last week. Uh, New England did it in the playoffs. I mean, we're going we're to have to beat man coverage at the end of the day, and we got the guys to do it. So now it's about just going out there and executing whenever the, whenever teams pre- present it to us. Seems like things are working with this one. You've been buying Franklin. What are you seeing from him uh, as far as with your communication in the game? Yeah, I mean, he, he, he stepped up. I mean, uh, kind of just falling in line uh, whenever, whenever Sammy wasn't able to be out there. And so he came in, and, and whenever he got his chances, he made some plays. And so, I mean, that, that's what we have to do on this team is no matter who's out there, uh, we, I mean, obviously we need to get healthier, but no matter who's out there, we got to find ways to make plays and to, to win football games. Pat, I know the running game wasn't productive tonight. Do you feel like that could have uh, taken maybe some pressure off the passing game? Had you guys stuck with it maybe a little more? I, I feel like just as an offense as a whole, we, we weren't productive. If it was passing, running, uh, protecting. I feel like there was times when there was guys open in the man coverage and I was missing them. Uh, you can't, whenever you're in a close-fought game, you can't miss a touchdown to D-Rob. You can't miss uh, Travis on the, when you're backed up and you're trying to get out of your end zone. And, uh, I mean, there's just opportunities that we're missing that game that we, we have to take advantage of. Pat, outside of, you know, penalties, what do you think has been the struggle with the offense starting off getting scores in the first quarter of the last four games? Yeah, I mean, we just – we're, we're we're biting ourselves. I mean, we're really really killing ourselves as far as penalties, uh, getting stripped, missing opportunities when they're there. Uh, and so, in this league, no matter how good your offense is, you got to be efficient. You got to go out there and and do things the right way. You can't just rely strictly on talent uh, to score in this league. I mean, uh, defenses are coming and they're giving us good looks. And so for us, we can't we can't get penalties. We can't we can't fumble the ball. And whenever I get the opportunity to hit someone on a throw, I got to hit it. <clears throat> and then turn the page and just start the game plan for 
yeah, I mean, obviously we're going to move on, I mean, uh, pretty quickly here. I mean, we're still early in the season, so, I mean, this loss hurts a lot. But uh, at the same time, we know we still have a long ways to go. And so it's something that we'll be, we'll be able to learn from. Uh, and, and as we see the trend, I mean, teams are going to play us in man coverage, and uh, we're going to have to find ways to beat it. And if, if we don't, we're going to keep getting it. So uh, we'll, we'll go back to the drawing board, find find ways that we're going to beat men. And when you get the challenge, you have to make sure that that they win, and then I have to make sure I hit them whenever they do win. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like we had a good play call, and we we had the opportunity to, to get it, and we just didn't execute, and that's how the game was the whole time. Uh, if it wasn't me missing the throw, or the guys maybe not hit, running the route the, the the right way, or if it wasn't protection, wasn't good. I feel like there was opportunities in the game where we had some shots, and we just didn't execute on those. And like I said, I mean, in this league, I mean, the margin of error is, is tiny, and so if you're not going to be executing at a high level, you're going to lose football games. And so we're going to have to make sure we go go in this next week and prepare because we have a good football team coming here next week. Patrick, how similar? I mean, you referenced the man coverage, but how similar was it to what Detroit played? I mean, I know they played a lot of man, but was there other wrinkles that you saw tonight, or was it just very, very similar to what you saw? Feel like yeah, I mean, I feel like with uh, teams uh, of late, it's been just a lot of different types of man. Uh, if as far as with the safety being the kind of that whole player, or the linebacker, or and then and kind of putting pressure and doing stunts with the, the D line and trying to find ways to get pressure at the, on the on me at the quarterback. And so we're about to find ways to to do better as far as protecting that. We're gonna find ways to beat man coverage and, and quicken up our routes. And then, like I said, there were several opportunities where I I was able, I could have hit guys and I didn't hit them. So whenever I do get those opportunities, I have to. Your former teammate. Justin Houston obviously, you know, got a sack on you, made a big play fourth down. Talk about that if you would. Yeah, I mean, he's a great player, and he was a great player for this franchise for a long time. Uh, I, I have a great relationship with him. He's he, he helped me become a leader on this team at a young age and let me kind of step up and be vocal on this team. So he's all amplish now, and, I mean, he had a great game tonight. A couple more, guys. Yeah, I mean, just, just – just talking football and just talking about the game. I mean, obviously we, we didn't we didn't have it uh, the way we wanted it to, but uh, it's still it's still going out there and competing. And you'd love to do that type of stuff. And so it was good to see him and be able to talk to him a little bit. I know you, last uh, question, Nate. I, I know last year you wore your father's jersey to a Sunday night game. Today you wear uh, a Seth Page Bonner jersey. Just wasn't that decision. Yeah, I mean, first. It, it was it was pretty cool because my dad had always told me about Satchel Page and Troy, my godfather, and how much they they kind of looked up to him and did the different stuff that he did on the mound as far as the the theatrics and stuff like that. But obviously, was a, a great pitcher. And then, I mean, he changed the the way sports is today. And so, it obviously is a big part of the Kansas City community, uh, but also a part of just sports in general. And and having me in this position, I am today. That's Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Obviously disappointed after the loss. By the way, media members out there, talk about is not a question. Come with come with some questions uh, for the Chiefs quarterback. Pete, Pete's always pretty on point with your questions. You get answers sometimes. Although this week was not good. I'm for just you. saying. Same, there was a couple same, times same you asked to, questions. Same to several people there, talk about this. Yeah. you're not asking anything. Well, you and I interviewed. Ask them the together. question. And he anyway, just looked at you. He gave me finances. It's always he been a pet like, peeve. Of yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Man coverage. So what the Patriots did a lot. We saw a little bit of that with the Lions. you got to find a way to beat man coverage. Again, that's that's why you want Tyreek back. But the man coverage is giving the Chiefs fits. And, again, Andy Reid thought he had a difference with this team. Keep in mind, both corners went out at certain points this game. Both backup safeties were in the game. But I'm telling you, you could say offense. The offense wasn't good. The defense was equally as bad. It just was an all-around bad team effort. That 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 drive that I mentioned, Pete, that I said was the backbreaker, that 14 plays, 8 minutes and 34 seconds, that was the drive of the game. This is from James Palmer, NFL. There was a drive where he saw the offensive break the will of the Chiefs. He said, oh, definitely. It was the drive on the fourth quarter that went 14 plays, 11 runs, took 8.34 off the clock and made it 16 to 10. He said everything was clicking on that drive. That's the drive I look back at. That, that That's an embarrassing drive. They did take the will it's away a, from see, the to Chiefs. Me, it seemed like the will of the Chiefs was on the ball. It seemed like the will of the Chiefs defense was broken. The good right. news is it looks like the Honey Badger's pissed. All he's been tweeting about is, <laughs> I will be great. It's one guy. I'm taking folks with me. Here's another one. we got to be better. More work to do. I ain't got I ain't nothing gifted. Everything is earned. Stop playing. That's the attitude I like. This is what they need. They need a swift kick in the ass. They needed it. And well, you they know got what? it. They got they did that on it. a silver platter. They did get it. And if they're getting out of control, and again, if you want Patrick Mahomes to go out and do everything, help him out. Defense got to step up. The running game has to step up. I am disappointed 
uh, in the fact is they got to figure out something. Maybe it's Darwin Thompson, maybe a little scat back difference. And I'll go back to the Chiefs the way they used to be. When Priest Holmes wasn't doing anything behind this line and Larry Johnson all of a sudden came in and almost ran for 2,000, not starting every game. Was it was the line bad or does the running back make him good? And that's why I, even Jamal Charles, I have so much respect for what he did because the line wasn't good at times. At times he played behind sure. a good line. Sometimes he didn't. But he made the difference because he could get out and do some damage uh, running the football. And I know Kareem Hunt would have been suspended this year. I'm just saying through eight games, but he did make a difference on this team. That His loss has been sorely missed, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I don't think there's another Kareem Hunt, Jamal Charles, even Larry Johnson in his prime type of guy right now. He single-handedly it's a killed com- the Patriots. It's a committee, and to me, this game, and this is just my opinion, and obviously they disagreed, but this game called for a back like LaShawn McCoy. I don't know why they didn't mix him in. If it was because of the fumble, okay. I, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, but everybody's had that moment. I think McCoy's the best running back on this team, and they didn't use him tonight. No, Sammy Watkins got the, the ball swatted out of his hand twice. It's just like your old girlfriend. You get a new girlfriend, you want to show off, huh? <laughs> That's right, Justin. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Dusty. That's Justin Houston after the game that's saying that he showed off his new girlfriend, and he sure did. Take a few more calls until we lead up to our final verdict. Uh, let's go to Butch. Butch, you've been waiting for a long time. Uh, what do you have in your mind? Yeah, gentlemen, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, I have been waiting a long time. I've been trying to think about what I want to get out of here. I usually have some decent points for you. Last week, I called out from Ocean Beach, California. It was looking nice out there. <laughs> this week, I'm calling you from Seattle, where it's a little gloomier, and, and the, the outcome of the game matches that. Yeah, it fits the game. Um, <laughs> two, two big things. And and I'll let you discuss it, and I'll go. Bink, man, you're right, right? How many times are we going to have this discussion, fellas? Uh, the offensive line's inability to handle stunts along the front, giving up pressures to a hobble Patrick Mahomes, and then the inability to beat man coverage, and then on defense, the inability to stop the run. Um, that Those are talking points that when we get to January, gentlemen, I, I don't want to be talking about this end in our season. That will hurt my heart. Yeah. So that leads me to my second point, and I'll let you play matchmakers on this. I'll let you guys assume this role. If I'm Andy Reid, when we go to practice on Tuesday, I'm saying, I'm look, I'm sitting everybody down man to a man. You know what this game's about when you got into it when you were kids. This is about moving, at this point, another grown man against his will from point A to point B, and that's what happened to you today. You got your butts whipped in front of your, your home crowd. You got moved off the front of the line. So I'm going to do what I got to do to change that. What do you want to do to change the narrative on this team so that when we go out next week and the week after and week after week after, that we can look at another team and say, hey, we'll move you. You're not going to move us. We'll move you because we can't be victims to this in January. Inspirational from Butch, not in California this time in Seattle. What do you think Carlos Hyde wants to do next week? Does he want to show that uh, he only had about three yards of carry today? He had 60 yards, about three yards of carry. wasn't great. He's been okay. For he gets him. the opportunity in Houston. I mean, he wouldn't be getting the opportunity here. He I'm looking forward to next week's game. Even Watson if he was versus starter, Mahomes. Apparently, I'm sorry. Watson versus Mahomes next week. Oh, I thought you were about to say like Hyde versus Williams. Like that was the matchup you were looking for. So. <laughs> Hyde's about to have 150 yards. <laughs> Is he going to be in your fantasy bus start list? You and uh, Serta's podcast. Serta won't let that happen. But Greg, uh, you're on the line. What's up? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. You know. Everybody talks about how great the Chiefs are and their um, propensity to score tons and tons of points. I think we need to tamp it down. Last year's team is not this year's team, obviously. And I really think, think you know, this coming weekend with uh, Watson is a big, big showdown. There was a lot of Chiefs players that were thinking about, I mean, Chiefs fans that were thinking about, you know, maybe having Watson as a quarterback versus Mahomes. We love Mahomes. He's our quarterback. But, you know, this is going to be a big showdown. And it's probably the first of many, many to come down the line. So the uh, long-term history of these two careers is yet to be written. And um, I'm interested to see who's going to come out on top. Um, I thought Sean Watson with the uh, college football championship caliber might have been the best pick. But, you know, Mahomes has played great. So this is going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. And also, we got uh, chumped by... um, Houston tonight, you know, revenge factor. We also got uh, chipped by Marcus Peters in the Rams game last year. So all these revenge games do have a factor. We have to take it into consideration on how we play these games. Everybody thinks the um, 
you know, the Chiefs are going to score over 68 points or 58 points or whatever the over-under was today, 54, 56 points. It's not always going to happen. So um, I, I'm pro-Chiefs, but I'm also looking um, very objectively at what this situation is long-term. What do you guys think? You know what's funny is, Pete, this game was probably put on Sunday Night Football because it was supposed to be Andrew Luck versus Patrick Mahomes, and they're probably kicking themselves that it was Jacoby Brissett ended up being a fantastic game. But, you know, this, the Chiefs are going to play some good quarterbacks this year. You know, Jacoby Brissett, no. But he's got over 100 <laughs> rating. He's got 102 rating hey, coming he got, in. He got the most important stats He had tonight. as many touchdowns as, uh, as Mahomes did. Eric likes to say, we talk about the alphabet, and he got the, he got the W. It's the Carlos Hyde revenge game, right? Cut by the Chiefs. You know, I mean, at this point, it seems like I have a revenge game every week. I think Reggie summed it up, though, about this defense. Okay. Um, the run defense is hot, caramelized ass juice right now. <laughs> I Very think nice. it's pretty on point. Hot, caramelized ass juice. That's the moment that makes me realize I'm almost ready to get out of here. Uh, when we come back, we will have our final verdict, what Bink and I learned uh, moving forward. That's next on the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Post game show presented by 7th Street Casino. Order, order in the book. The final verdict brought to you by Scruggs Law Firm. You deserve more than a lawyer. Final verdict brought to you by Scruggs Law Firm. You deserve more than a lawyer. Pete Sweeney here with Jay Binkley. Jay, your final verdict from this evening's 19 to 13 loss. Final verdict is, with football, there's always questions, but the only thing you always get is answers. <laughs> a very humbling experience for the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid and company, Steve Spagnola, you name it. They were humbled tonight. I thought they were humbled a little bit last week, but they were able to come back at the end of the game and win it. This game was manhandled by an offense and defensive line. Pushed the Chiefs around. It's embarrassing. <laughs> and the fact they came out with the game plan to throw the football against the Colts, which they should have. They should have been able to do it because I'm pretty sure we could put a team around 6'10 with a secondary. I guarantee you people in Indy didn't even know a lot of this secondary's name, but they weren't able to do the job. But don't excuse this defense. Don't look at the final score and say, well, you know, the defense only gave up 19 points. Come on, man. Eight-minute drives, having the ball. The time of possession. Time of possession, 15 minutes longer than the Chiefs. Unacceptable. And just like Marlon Mack said, took their will away on that nice 14-play drive with 11 runs on it. That was unbelievable what the Colts did. They simply manhandled the Chiefs in the trenches. They've got to get tougher. That's why I liked hearing from the Honey Badger. He's mad, and he's tweeting about it. He talked about it after the game. You know, guys got to step up and make tackles. They've got to do it, but they got a dose of humble pie tonight. They weren't physical. Indianapolis, much more physical. You want to beat the Chiefs? Keep Mahomes over on the sideline. Chiefs are dictating how they play according to whoever's playing. Chiefs need to dictate the action. They've got to get out and score points quicker and make teams get in a throw fest. Let's get let's get Brissett versus Mahomes air show. Let's go. Bring it on. Bring it on. Mahomes will beat you. Unfortunately, when teams dumb it down like the Colts did tonight, they win the game. The final verdict uh, brought to you by Scruggs Law Firm. You deserve more than a lawyer. My final verdict is, is this. Yeah, you take the 19 points from the defense. Uh, but that being said, the run defense is just so atrocious right now that even though they're only scoring 19 points, the running backs that are getting first downs after one and two and three tries, what they're doing is just keeping Mahomes off the field. So it doesn't give him an opportunity to get on the field, and then you, you limit the possessions in the second half, and he, he had no, no chance to really come back in this game. You found out a lot of problems that this team has, and I think over the past few weeks it's become, becoming like sneaking up on us slowly but surely, and then you finally run into this loss. The injuries are a huge problem. You can't do anything about that, but the offensive line needs to protect Patrick Mahomes a little better, especially if he is dealing with an ankle injury and, and this high ankle thing potentially. Have to improve the run defense. We just talked about that. Uh, team can't turn over the ball. Bashad Breeland can't have three or four penalties. Uh, Mo Claiborne now has... He came in for Trivarius Ward as a game under his belt, so you hope that the secondary gets a little bit better. But, you know, for, for, for so long, we've been so worried about the cornerback position. There are several different positions to be worried about on this team. No question about it. And finally, you know, this offensive line showed some weakness tonight, giving up four sacks. This team, the second fewest sacks they'd given up in the NFL. Only team better was the 49ers. They've had a bye week. But they were tied with the Cowboys. They'd done a nice job protecting Mahomes tonight. They won. 
Right now on ArrowheadPride.com, we have our game story up. There's also four winners and, and three losers. We have a Chiefs and Colts Insta breakdown from Craig Stout. Um, a, a lot to to read and take in on ArrowheadPride.com. Arrowhead Pride Radio is coming up on Wednesday. There should be an Andy Reid press conference tomorrow. And, and then, again, it's the player off day on Tuesday. Normally, you don't get any injury updates on Monday. Uh, but there should be some clarity, especially given the fact that the injury report for Chiefs and Texans comes out Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, no question. I mean, you know, cross your fingers, Chris Jones. That's that's the guy t- tonight you need to get back. You know, Watkins, it's just not producing. This is what he does. But Chris Jones, you absolutely can't go without Chris Jones, and they need to get Tyree Kill back on this field quickly, especially when teams keep playing man against you. Right, and and Mahomes alluded to that. And so I, I think, you know, there is a silver lining to this, right? You have a, a, a game tape of, of a loss on film, and so you know how teams are exploiting you. You know how they're going to try to beat you because there is a tape on it. So it's how do you react to that? I mean, that's football. And make adjustments. Make adjustments. Clearly, Andy Reid thought he was going to go for it and be able to throw the ball with success against the Colts. The Colts played keep away on offense. They both had 10 possessions tonight. Right, it was them making the best out of them. Right, and and again, because they ran the ball. You hate to say this as, as a Chiefs Chiefs fan and a, and a Chiefs supporter, Justin Houston, at least for now, has gotten the last laugh. I mean, it's a long season, and and the Chiefs will go into this this postseason eventually. You know, I don't, obviously, I still think they're going to make the playoffs. Obviously, I think they're going to make a deep run. Uh, but you know, if if the Colts don't make it, this might be the last you know chance that Houston got, and he was able to have a good game and 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 let you know about it in the locker room after the game. First of all, as far as this division's concerned, I can't believe the Raiders actually won that game today. Right. Uh, the Raiders uh, actually beat the Colts last week. So I know. Keep in that in Indy, 31-24. Keep that in mind. The team that you just lost to, uh, the Raiders beat last week. And the Broncos week. beat the Chargers. The Chargers put Tyrod Taylor in on the two-yard line instead of Phillip Rivers. <laughs> I think the Raiders are the, the wild cat. team in this division. Um, Sometimes people try to outsmart themselves. You'll get a whole week of reaction. A lot of good shows tomorrow. Fesco in the morning, show and burn, the drive, and then uh, Bink at night. I'll be joining Bink at 6.15 tomorrow. Uh, 7.15. 7.15. Quick turnaround for us. I want to thank Dusty Likens, uh, Aaron Borgman, Carrington Harrison, around the show Hughley, Steven Serta for for getting us all the sound. Uh, Jay Binkley, thank you. Last thought. Thank you, and thanks for uh, being out in the Survivor League. That's right. No more Survivor League for me. One less thing I have to worry about. I don't think I hate that much, that too much. Uh, it's 19-13 loss for your Kansas City Chiefs. They'll rebound this week. You've been listening to the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Have a good night.